0: What I've tried to do, very frankly, asserted Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta, testifying at a joint hearing of the House Armed Services and Veterans Affairs Committee in late September 2012, is to make sure that all of the military leadership kick ass on this issue. The issue preying on him was not the defeat of the Taliban or the extermination of al-Qaeda, much less contingency planning for federal budget cuts. No, The issue Panetta had in mind and labeled a top Pentagon priority was the runaway suicide rate in the military, averaging 33 suicides per month in 2012, roughly one every 17 hours. Even this number, representing confirmed suicides among active-duty troops, falls far short of the dark truth. Off the Department of Defense's map and spreadsheets are the veterans who— Weeks or months or years after their war service take their lives, often without much national or even local notice. Here the numbers are even more shocking, 22 a day in February 2013, nearly one every hour. Then there are the uncounted other deaths among veterans that result from clearly self-destructive behavior, but for a range of reasons are either not seen or reported as suicides. And what of the broken survivors— the legions of others whose lives, though spared in combat, have sprung so many leaks that they spend the rest of their days and nights just staying afloat. While we were meant to be reassured and hopeful in the news that our Defense Secretary and the military leadership was on this, we were and are entitled to doubt that this is a crisis that can be resolved by kicking ass, which the Pentagon admittedly knows how to do, The reality is that the military and the Veterans Administration in particular have been aware of this crisis for decades, ever since Vietnam, with little result. For all their doubtlessly sincere concern, the military elite appears at a loss to stanch the flow of self-shed blood in their ranks. They speak of the enormous stress of multiple deployments, the rising incidence of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and the hidden torments of traumatic brain injury. These are the categories of generals and staff clinicians, concerned above all to maintain troop strength and battle readiness. To begin to grasp the crisis at hand, they need instead to take their eyes off the numbers and to look instead straight into the eyes of one man or woman at a time, someone far below them in rank, someone who has not yet gone dark in death, but is daily going dark in life. Even more they need to listen for hours, days, even years, as long as it takes, until they understand what is going so terribly wrong. Our military, any military, knows all about killing the enemy. It is what they do, and our forces do it more effectively than most. What we are painfully coming to realize, however, is that we are also especially good at killing our own killing them from the inside out—silently, invisibly. This is the way the mother of Noah Pierce explained what the army in the war did to her son so that he could imagine nothing better to do with his life than to end it. What brought Noah, a veteran of two deployments in Iraq, to this point was no mystery to his mother. It was an atrocity. The military knows all about body count, but neither understands nor acknowledges soul count. Kicking ass will get us nowhere as a nation. Searching our soul is more to the point, and this is what this book sets out to do.